0: We added Dave from Birmingham to a giant flaming bin. But he escaped before he died and started listening. We plugged our microphones into the internet and said loads of really dumb shit we regret. Our name is Two Star Podcast and we're woke. We want you to enjoy this but you won't.
1: Spectacular. So Dan has locked himself out of his house.
0: Well, shall we just have a quick recording, just you and me? Well, and we can I do mean, it I live up we're gonna to. to Dan can't get into his
1: house, <laughs> and Ryan can get into his house, but he doesn't have any internet. So between them, they probably have a functioning podcast set up. But mm. on their own, halfway across the country, less so. Um, I'm kind
0: of curious.
1: Kind of so um shall I
0: shall I do like a a live update for people who be uh if you're just joining the two star podcast then um we're just receiving the news that uh Daniel has locked himself out of his own house and um this is breaking news we will be bringing you updates uh as um <laughs> 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 because okay ju- this just in Um, He locked himself out of his house because his keys were in the wrong pants. Yes. Uh, What's your uh, reaction to this, Adam, as our our leading um, Daniel correspondent? Well, I mean,
1: we all expected this to happen sooner or later. And to be honest, I'm surprised it's taken this long. Um, I must admit, I didn't realise that was where Dan kept his keys. But I guess if you're running, you haven't got any pockets, then, you know...
0: I assume that options. he would have had his keys sort of somehow attached to his, like near his hands. You know, like like when kids have mittens on a bit of string, they poke out the end oh, of Or the runs through his sleeves. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of thought he'd have had that, and I don't know what the what the other side you'd have, a phone or a wallet. Phone. Yeah, I think phone yeah. probably.
1: That's not a bad idea. Um, apparently, he's a friend. Friend with keys. Is that like friends with benefits? A friend with keys. It could be. I think that sounds like
0: a hipster euphemism
1: for something unpleasant.
0: It's not a great benefit, is it, to have access to Dan's house? Well, apparently it is for Dan. (laughs) Well, I mean, I suppose he does have that nice bread bin that I would really like to... I mean, it
1: speaks to a remarkable level of foresight that he has planted copies of his keys with friends around London for the inevitable time that he locks himself out. Yeah. Because...
0: I mean, don't you have people that have got copies of keys for you? not really oh the time the time when I've have locked myself out um is because I dropped my car off to be serviced uh, do you and I walked yeah uh, I walked home yeah. and realized that I'd given them not only my car keys but also, <laughs> also my door keys, keys.
1: yeah, classic mistake
0: on one. Of those occasions, I was able to gain access to my house because my wife had helpfully uh, not only failed to lock the back door, but also failed to shut it. (laughs) (laughs) That's an impressive level
1: of of failure. Yeah. But convenient.
0: Yeah. So, you know, on balance, kind of cancel each other out. The other time I was um, betrayed by my key holder, I phoned my auntie and explained the situation and she said oh i'm just waiting for someone to get back from lunch and then i will come and let you in um i'll be about 15 minutes and after about half an hour i sort of thought i wonder if there is any other way in and i was able to get in through a window um your house seems very poorly secured it's porous isn't it yeah I I need Donald Trump to come and build a wall all around me to keep me safe. Um Well I mean it won't matter soon
1: you you're fleeing the country, so
0: Yeah. It it caused my it caused my dog a lot of entertainment to see me wriggle through a window. <laughs> yeah, I imagine <laughs> um, it would. Yeah. And then I phoned my auntie and she had just forgotten all about me. Which is very hurtful. Yes
1: yeah that's not a very nice thing, is it?
0: Oh yeah yeah well oh yeah you'd locked yourself out hadn't you? you were sitting alone in the cold uh, yes <laughs> well, it we... slipped my mind I phoned her to say like have you forgotten something from the inside phone um, and as soon as the number came up is when she remembered <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no I've, I've not not yet put myself in that position thankfully, of, uh, of of locking myself out. I'm too paranoid about it I have managed to lock myself in the kitchen In the kitchen? Yeah, it was after, just after we'd moved in and uh, it was the point that I discovered that the inside handle of the kitchen door isn't actually attached to the lock Oh And yeah. it had closed and there was nowhere to open it Luckily, I had a front door key in my pocket and I was able to open the back door go out through the gates, walk all the way round to the front of my house and get back in again, at which mm. point I then dismantled the locking mechanism of the door so that I couldn't do that again
0: My, uh This has taken a weird turn, hasn't it? Um, <laughs> stories of people getting stuck
1: um, well, I mean, Dan has very much inspired, I mean, the alternative stories are those of people being without internet, which is, I feel these days, a terrifying prospect but, you know, less usually down to your own stupidity
0: Mm-hmm I mean, your your story about the um, being locked in your kitchen—that is like a very primitive escape room, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I had to,
1: I had to, you know, put quite a lot of thought into it. Um, you know, there were a, a number of puzzles put before me. Uh, I had to figure out what the boats on the wall meant, um, and and decode a few uh, cryptic clues. And uh,
0: then mm. I was it was away. My my wife once got um, trapped in our bathroom because the the locking mechanism just disintegrated. <laughs> she went in and and um, uh, there's no one around. She'd left me she'd left me doing like conservation work, chopping down trees, and so, you mean she'd abandoned you in the woods again? Yeah, abandoned me in the woods again, like Hansel and Gretel. Um, and her only option was to open the little window and just shout Help <laughs> Help <laughs> And luckily one of our neighbours is uh sort of a builder and he came and broke. Did that the give door.
1: him particularly good hearing?
0: Um maybe How was he able to get into the house? Was it just oh, like, a <laughs> usually, usually poorly
1: the <laughs> secured level? <laughs>
0: All of the outside doors were just were open. unlocked and possibly open. Yeah, um, so he could just wander in. But then, <laughs> then the inside door was where he had to. Uh, all, all the all work the valuables were in the bathroom. Yeah, I mean builders are very good at, at unbuilding, aren't they? So I he, mean, you
1: assume so. They understand how it all fits together.
0: He unbuilt the the locking mechanism with A sort of brute force. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I
1: mean, Dan may or may not be joining us at some point. He's. Uh, he said he won't be back for a bit.
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe he's just embarrassed about it and doesn't want to. doesn't want to come on. I mean, bit Oh, hang on. I'm thinking about Dan and his. Um, how sly he is around the ladies and. I'm wondering I oh, think this is all some kind of scheme I think this is one of Daniel's sleazy schemes so mm, he's yeah, so he uh, he finds a lady in the office and says oh you know I really trust you can you look after my keys and apparently for not, me? I, not myself and yeah so and this is in a way of uh, is this a humble brag these are the keys to my house that's right, ladies. I own a house. And right, also so,
1: keep locking myself out of it. Yeah.
0: Well, they don't know that yet. They might think this is a one off. Um, so then they say, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll have a key for your house. Um, I suppose, you know, do, do you have a cat you want me to feed? Oh, no, no, no cats. No <laughs> plants, no. But, you know, no, just nothing, look after nothing this alive. For me. So So roll on, I don't know, two or three weeks later. Is suddenly uh, a near naked Daniel who has been out running arrives on the doorstep, and he's got a reason to then gain entry to this, this unsuspecting woman's house, um, to get the keys. But then obviously, oh, um, it's very cold out, and I'm all I'm all sweaty, and I'm just in my little little shorty shorts and my black socks, and I feel like you're making this a lot sound very sinister. I'm, well, because always, Daniel is sinister, isn't it? That's well, that's I how see, he rolls. I, I don't Craig know. I from think
1: Sussex will back back me up on this, possibly. But I do I do tend to like think of of it more as a sort of carry on kind of event, more than like sinister. Just kind of carry
0: on. Th- if you watch it back, is well, okay, very silly Yes,
1: it is. And in in today's context, is probably. I mean, yeah, it probably fits. Um, mm. But it has you... that has that like that that sort of buffering layer of, you know, bumbling kind of, you know A Hugh Grant
0: and... bumbly yeah. late nineties comedy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing, where, you know, the underlying story is, is probably quite dark when you actually analyse it closely, but on the surface it just
0: seems like a you know, comic yeah. mishap. So so, you know, he rings on the doorbell and he goes, Ooh, ooh, crikey Matilda, I've forgotten my keys. Ooh, and he he kind of does that in a Hugh Granty way. And she lets him in.
1: I mean I feel but like he's, he's, there's gotta so, be easier ways to do this. This is a big a lot of setup work.
0: Yeah, but that's that's I mean, I guess he's, he's a project about, manager. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is that he's at a friend's with keys but won't be back for a bit so why is he not coming straight back yeah that is a bit weird that is a bit weird mm. these wrong pants that he's put on i mean how wrong are they (laughs)
1: well we don't know if he's put the wrong pants on or if he's put his keys back in the wrong pants Mm. you know you know how it is like yeah you you've you get home and you go and you, you put your keys and you, you put them in the wrong coat and then like you go out the next day and it's like, where are my keys? Maybe it's the same sort of thing, but with pants.
0: Mm. I'm thinking of him going, oh, Matilda, these are the wrong pants. I must take them off.
1: <laughs> uh, it's a Do good you thing he never listens to the podcast. It is, isn't it?
0: <laughs> um, I mean, maybe the pants have shrunk like in that do you remember round the twist very vaguely it was australian wasn't it it was australian yeah, yeah. it was like the, and they lived in lighthouses there the was lighthouse a lot and... of
1: there was a lot of australian kids tv when we were younger i'm not quite sure what happened to it all.
0: no but there was one episode that um is related to this in that um one day one of the boys um was running late for school and he wanted to wear I think his lucky pants for I don't know for running exam? a race or something or an exam, mm. but they were still wet, so he put them in the microwave to dry them, um, and that gave the pants special powers, but also caused it them to shrink.
1: That. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean I've, I've done that myself. You do get special powers.
0: So he put them on, but then they they started shrinking, um, and and so he had to then take them off, and. I mean, in in Round the Twist, there was a happy ending because they were able to put them on to their their racing frog, who then jumped really, really high and won the race. I think as high as an aeroplane. That is high. Which is very high.
1: I mean, even if the aeroplane was on the ground, that's high for a frog.
0: It is high for a frog, yeah. So, I can only speculate, but I think that's what's happened to Daniel's wrong pants.
1: They've, they've. He, he's got special powers, but they've shrunk so they've, much now that he's incapacitated at his friend's house.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, if he didn't get them off in time, then. Um, Ooh, I mean the consequences be serious. Could, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can buy into that. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously,
1: we'll we'll have to get Dan's side of the story uh, when he returns, but I don't see why he would have any incentive to tell the truth about it.
0: No, I mean he would probably deny all of this because of embarrassment because Yeah. I mean that's the kind of guy he is. He embarrasses I mean, easily. You know, it's it's embarrassing when you have
1: tiny magic pants that you haven't got your keys in. I, I understand. You know. It's a, it's a difficult situation.
0: Mm. So should we move on to explaining why Graham isn't here?
1: Uh, I think we probably should. Uh, I mean okay. Graham's is a lot more mundane. Um
0: now, well, you say I'm, that, but I mean, I think I'm, it's quite I'm unclear
1: as to why there was a man with a digger in the first place. But there was a man with a digger. I'm also unclear how the man with the digger managed to take out suspended cables up in the air. But he did.
0: I um, mean, I'm I'm thrilled about this because I feel really vindicated by. Yeah,
1: you've been very much an advocate of not putting cables in the air.
0: They're very vulnerable up there, aren't they?
1: They are. Uh, it's a very mm. dangerous place to put them. Very risky, but you know, you know what they're like up north. You know, happy-go-lucky, carefree. Yeah. consider the the future, uh, and and it's come back to bite them. Uh, and as a
0: consequence, a man with a digger pulled down Graham's internet pipes. Mm. The, the 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 internet pipes that are in in the air. Yes. On the on the flimsy little wires, they've gone.
1: So now there's just internet pouring out onto his street. And mm. none in his house.
0: Yeah. And I've, I've suggested he does like a, like a dock from Back to the Future and somehow connects them together and goes down a zip wire or something. But he's not done that.
1: No. Uh, and he's also not stolen anyone else's internet. He could have uh, driven to the nearest Starbucks or McDonald's and used their free Wi-Fi. But he just doesn't care about us enough. I mean, as it happens. We still wouldn't have been able to record with a, a full crew because of Dan's misadventure, mm. but still, it's uh, it's a shame. We don't know when when the internet pipes will be restored. No, but it could be some time because I believe he's reliant on BT Openreach.
0: Hmm. So, I mean, I mean, that's just where we are. Yeah. But anyway, absolutely. the show must go on. So, well, I
1: mean, it certainly had to. You know, we've had a. An incredibly poor run. The uh, month of February. Um, I don't believe we released a single podcast in that time period. What was the emergency? Well, the emergency I mean, one? They, I'm not sure that really counts. Oh no, I'm sorry. We did release. Uh, so we did release the uh, last part of D and D on the 9th of February, but it has been essentially a month if you don't include the emergency broadcast. Mm. Uh, Since we last did a podcast. Well, since we last released a podcast. Obviously, we did record uh, episode 161, but that can never be released. It was awful, wasn't it? Um, Yeah. I don't think
0: it's entirely my fault. It was largely your fault. It was largely my fault. Yeah, there was also
1: an element of basically nobody could be bothered.
0: I think you didn't really engage with me and... And that's that was a problem, wasn't it? I mean, I think had you a engaged lot pe- a in lot of any people, of the
1: a lot of people do argue that the the correct way to deal with the racist is to engage with them and argue their points in public. But there is also equally the argument that you should starve them of the oxygen of publicity and not give you know credibility to their claims.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, I think I think ultimately we. we we made the right decision in in not in not giving it the oxygen of publicity. Um, but I I I stand by all the points I made that we will never discuss. <laughs> and and I Well I that's would, a very
1: brave of you to say,
0: Chris. I, mean, I would I'm... challenge anybody to effectively challenge me on any of the points I made, <clears throat> given that we have not made them public. Yeah. So there you go.
1: Have you considered a career in politics? <laughs>
0: um, y- yes. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Sure, I have.
1: I mean, like, let's be honest. You've not got a very high bar to reach to do a possible job at the moment.
0: Well, I've been... Um, I've listened to a little podcast today, which is the story of The Clash. And they talk about the the punk movement in 76 and 77 and that they felt this was really exciting because lots of the people didn't have any kind of competency in any of um any of what they were doing but they just did it really enthusiastically and so lots of people thought well we could be in a punk band as well and i think that the current crop of politicians are doing a similar job well yeah, but they don't have the enthusiasm. Um we don't need enthusiasm for politics, I suppose. Um but the lack of competency Oh is absolutely
1: there. nailing that.
0: Yeah. So um, actually you think, well, yeah, I could um I could hold down a ministerial post is all I've got to do is, is limit my limit the expenditure on my high profile gaffes to several million Per
1: week, yeah. I mean, if you can if you can keep it below three billion, you're doing better than Grayling.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, come on. In fairness, that's over a long period of time, isn't it?
1: I mean, yeah, he has had a long and storied career of of wasting taxpayer money. Like you mm. don't you don't you don't waste three billion pounds of taxpayer money overnight. You build up to it.
0: Now, hang on. To be fair, it's only estimated at two point seven billion, and that is over a okay, nine year yes, period. Yes, you're right. I shouldn't it? have
1: I shouldn't have rounded up. That was unfair of me.
0: So, and that is over a nine year period. That's only three billion per year. Three, uh, hang on. Three million. No, that's no, that's not how, no 300 no. million. Yes. We're, we're, yeah. I knew there was a three in there. That's only 300 million per year, isn't it? That's less than a million pounds a day. No, in it's not. Gaffes. It's
1: 600 million a year.
0: Is it? Yeah. 2.7 billion. Yes. I don't know how many zeros are in there, so that's, but over nine that's years. 27. Yeah, so you divide million. that by nine. Yes. 27 divided by nine, that's six. three something.
1: Three. What? 27 yes. divided by no, nine you're, is three you're something. Right. You're yeah. right, ignore
0: me. So, 300 million a year, that is less than a million pounds a day in gaffes. In gaff money, isn't it? Yes. I don't think that performance is too bad. I mean, I guess it depends on what your scale is, obviously. I mean, when you factor in how many holidays they have, when they're not actually sitting, when they're not actually making any decisions, well, that it pushes would, the average up. Sure, it would push the average up.
1: Yeah, and they do have quite a lot of holidays, mm. and I don't, I don't, not sure has he been. I guess he has. Like that is also spread across at least two different. Uh, ministerial positions.
0: Yeah, and, and lots of the gaffes don't immediately cost money. So, the, the prospect of... Well, yeah, of, we
1: don't know a lot of the transport stuff. We won't have seen the full cost of it
0: yet. No. And, and I mean, the prospect of prisoners suing him for things he did wrong when he was Justice Secretary, um, we we don't know the outcome of that.
1: Well, and there may still be other companies that, that follow in the footsteps of uh, Eurotunnel and take him to court over the... Uh, the no bid tender that he uh, awarded to that ferry company that didn't have any ferries. Hmm. Um, yeah, he's already had to pay what thirty million quid to uh, to Eurotunnel over that, and that was settled as well. So,
0: but again, that is over a long period of time. The, you you're sensationalising this. Is they only have to pay eleven million pounds straight away, and they have to pay a further twenty two million. There there is no kind of get out whatever happens they got to pay that but not straight away a lot of his gaffs, like it's kind of on a on a contract basis so it's not like any like huge Higher purchase instance. yes yeah you
1: and can so... spread the cost over well actually no i'd say it's probably more like uh like sort of rent to own bright house kind of thing like you can spread the cost over a number of months, but it does ultimately end up costing you considerably more than if you just done it properly in the first place
0: yes, and that's very much the the Tory way isn't it um but we can spread the cost of um uh oh we've got breaking news uh we need like a
1: breaking news ticker sound, but we haven't got one I might hear here
0: uh, news just in, we're receiving reports that um, that Daniel surprisingly anticipated this calamity, um, this very calamity, so had keys at a friend's house, but he had to wait for them to get home, and now he's having a cup of tea with them. So, that's uh, an interesting development. I that seems development. a bit ungrateful,
1: like, not only has he just showed up and gone, can I have my keys Demand please, to and while you're tea. at it, can you make me a cup of tea, yeah.
0: Right. The great investigative reporter that I am, I'm going to ask the uh, penetrating questions. Mr. Mercer, Mr. Mercer. <laughs> Are you still in your time Will you be resigning?
1: <laughs> Surely you can't continue after this.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I mean, back to the topic of the day. Um, it's all awful, isn't it? I'm not sure I really want to talk about it. No, it's
1: far too depressing.
0: It's far too depressing. Um, I had some things I wanted to talk about. Okay. So these, these shoes that, uh... <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, when I did the emergency podcast, I mm-hmm. put in a thing that Graham was complaining about talking, about calling people who are driving motorbikes riders, that that's the wrong thing to call them. Yeah? Okay.
1: I vaguely remember that it's quite. Bear in mind, this was like what four years ago.
0: Yeah, well, you, you, if you'd have listened back, you'd have reheard I, I it straight away. To
1: emergency episode. I, I... That's
0: fine. Um, so I've thought of a similar thing that I take issue with, in that um, the hobby of bird watching entails more than just watching birds. Doesn't it?
1: I mean, yes, but I mean a lot of a lot of things entail more than their kind of brief description might suggest.
0: Yeah, but this is the same thing with with bike riding, isn't it? You're not just riding the bike; you're also steering it and and doing the pedals and the well, gears Well, yeah, but I mean that's also true of like horses. No, the horse is in charge. This is this is all covered by Graham very clearly. Um so in the case of bird watching, I do lots of bird watching, I watch lots of birds, but I don't know what they are. I don't bother finding out. Um so I don't know the names of them, but I watch birds. But I'm not a bird watcher. People that do that hobby would say I wasn't doing it properly.
1: Well, I mean, surely some of this is is simply people who self-identify with the label, and it doesn't really matter what the specifics of it are. If somebody identifies as a, a bird watcher, that's their thing.
0: It's a wrongness of the English language, just like with the motorbike thing.
1: A lot What's... of stuff is is a wrongness of the English language, though.
0: What they should be called,
1: including is... probably the phrase "a wrongness of the English language." <laughs>
0: They should be called bird watchers and identifiers, I think. Because they identify the birds, don't they?
1: I mean, I believe that's the intent, yes.
0: Mm. They say, I watched a bird. Um, oh, I think Daniel's naked. He's no longer in his tiny little socks. and um, <laughs> Yeah, he's in the nude. I wonder what the a cup of tea so but this is this isn't a so it's not bird watching, it's bird identification is what they do yeah they're like they're like stock checkers, auditors
1: uh, I think that that probably overstates it. They're not necessarily auditing the birds to make sure that they're all correct.
0: they're not just watching them though, are they they're doing something else. Well I mean yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to not going to argue with that. So that's my point. So they they, they so it's wrong. Okay, but I mean I've got another example for you. Okay. Train spotting. Right? I spot lots of trains. I'm really good at it. Whenever there's a train near me, I will spot it. I'll notice that there's a train there, and I might even point it out to people. I say, look, there's a train. What I don't do is have a list of all of the numbers of all of the trains and mark them off.
1: Okay, Because they're not just spotting trains, are they? What would be your preferred description in this case, then?
0: Um, Well, they're not just spotting the trains, are they? They're then then cross-referencing it against a list of train numbers. And... It's a bit like auditing actually. I think these hobbies are essentially auditing in some sense. Because they will say this train, this specific train was in this location here. I've seen it. Okay. So I think, aud- I think auditing is probably the, the, the correct term for these things.
1: I think auditors would disagree with you.
0: Okay, well what do auditors do that, that are different? Uh, well, I mean, they.
1: I guess it depends exactly what they're doing in terms of auditing, but you know, they they do a, a very detailed level of, of validation of whether things have been done correctly, if everything has been done in place and all the information is present, uh, if it's gone through the right processes, if it's been correct, the records have been correctly stored, and you know, th- there's okay you know, if, it's, if they're doing you talk about financial auditing, then you're also auditing like you know transaction ledgers and making sure that everything's accounted for or you know in most cases you're pretending to do that but actually just signing off whatever the company says is okay and they give you a backhander
0: so do, do you have a counter offer for what we could call these these people
1: um well i mean i don't actually know if there's like a, a collective noun for train spotters like for bird watching it's twitchers yeah um For bike riding, well, it's bikers, obviously. But but they're not,
0: but but that's the thing is that bird watchers are famously not twitchy people. They're famously very still to avoid scaring the birds. It's
1: merely, it's a a title. Like, it's a a self imposed title that Mm. isn't necessarily a specific thing of, like, the definition of the word. That's what it is. Yeah, that's that's yeah. not how these things work. But like you can argue that bird watching isn't the correct like description of what they're doing.
0: Well, I can and I have.
1: Indeed. So what
0: what what is it that they're engaged in? Bird monitoring.
1: Monitoring implies that they already know the birds are there and they're just observing them.
0: Okay. Um. Well, wow. bird cataloging.
1: Yeah, sort of. That's probably more accurate, isn't
0: it? Train cataloging, definitely. Well, I mean, the train cataloging—that's not quite. That's you're you're making you're you're recording that you've seen a specific thing, aren't you? I spy. Mm, I just. I don't. I don't. It's not. Watching or spotting? Though is it? I mean, they had because a I do that. Famously
1: called "I Spy," that then had like trains and like had lists of trains in and stuff that you could mark off when you spotted them.
0: Yeah, but spying is a different thing entirely.
1: Well, yes, but that's what they, they, those were. It was a very popular series of books. I don't know if
0: they still go. I wonder if they're still going. I mean, what I could do is—is is when I see a bird in the garden, um, I could tell you about it secretly. Maybe yep. using um, I could. You use... can
1: still buy I Spy books. Yeah. I Spy birds.
0: But that's just a material for a bird watcher. But they're not watching. Search for over one hundred and
1: forty variety of birds, varieties of birds. This I Spy guide.
0: A searcher—they're searching for them.
1: A fun, interactive way to encourage curious children to learn about the world around them.
0: Okay. So are they bird searchers? Um,
1: I suppose that would be a, a reasonable description.
0: I mean, they're like... Okay. So there's a hobby.
1: Hmm, butterfly... Seems, on, your, on your subject of, of uh, misuse of the English language... I'm not sure this is this is correct usage. So, what can you spot? Get eye spying with these features, right? Bullet pointed features, vibrant color coded photographs. Fine. Fact file of bird, from what it looks like to where it can be found. I'm not sure. Fact file of bird is a
0: mm. correct grammar. Maybe. I mean that's points. kind of like a specific that that's that you're getting too detailed now. I'm thinking I mean, about these I'm bigger just, bigger The Price board. is just two pounds. No, only two pounds ninety-nine each. There you are. You can't expect good grammar for under three pounds, can you? Well, no.
1: I mean, I I, I mean, I have to buy some ice spy books now.
0: Yeah. So, but I mean, well, at that price, you'd be crazy not to.
1: Yeah, I spy at the airport. I spy flags. You I could, spy dogs.
0: You could collect all of them.
1: I wonder if there is isn't like, a meta I spy book. It's I spy, oh, I spy, I spy the books. I spy
0: books. <laughs> that would there be isn't. Good.
1: I'm disappointed. I'm just going to have a quick look, quick look through. Um,
0: I'd like that very much. The rules that I would have for that is that you are not allowed to buy the books. You oh, must, you have to
1: spot them other people. You, have, you must have, spot or, them like,
0: more organically. You
1: can't just go into a bookshop and take them all off.
0: I think a bookshop would be... Borderline a secondhand bookshop acceptable um, okay yes
1: yeah I, I think that's
0: reasonable yeah, but not uh not a big bookshop maybe um, a, maybe a smaller bookshop might just be okay, but yeah only only organically
1: no it doesn't look at least not at uh, waterstone's doesn't appear to have an I Spy ice Spy ice by ice by meta book which is disappointing.
0: An I spy, I spy, book, book. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've got an example of a hobby that I disapprove of, but I I approve of the name. Okay. And that is butterfly collecting. Because that's definitely what they've done. Yes. They definitely are collecting those butterflies. I've got no issue with with their their naming system. Right? What train spotters and bird watchers do is they are collecting moments when they have seen specific things. So it's kind of like an, um, uh, a a a memory. They're collecting m- memory snippets aren't they and then writing it in a book so they I mean that sounds a lot the... more
1: cyberpunk than I would typically describe birdwatching
0: okay but maybe it is more more cyberpunk than i mean you maybe think. i'm
1: missing out on something really cool maybe they're all getting like cybernetic implants to spy the birds more effectively
0: the other thing i i've had a lot of time to think about this <laughs> um and and i'm glad that you're you're willing to to indulge me um, why is it bird watching and train spotting why is it not watching for I, all of probably, them or spotting for all of them
1: I would say probably because you don't tend to like the idea with, with the birds is obviously you have to sit and you wait and then they, they might appear and then they fly off again whereas with trains you just kind of go to a train station you're going to get trains coming through like that's just a given. You, you just spot them, the particular trains as they go through.
0: But you You're go not... to a place where birds are, and you know birds are going to be there. I mean that's
1: true. I mean I don't know. I, I haven't looked into the um, into the the etymology of the terms.
0: No. So I wonder: is do you watch organic things, but spot? Inorganic thing. I'm not quite using those right. Things that are alive. Do you watch things that are alive that have a certain level of sentience, but spot inanimate objects?
1: I guess you plain spot. Don't you? you don't you? Don't plain watch.
0: Plain spotting.
1: Yes. Good. We're getting so, somewhere. So yeah, I think I think I, I could go with that definition. That that makes
0: sense to me. So those people that look out for Stobart lorries, they're lorry spotters. Yeah. I imagine they've got a silly in name like
1: Oh oh everyone does. Like it's yeah. it's like fan communities on, on the internet. Like everybody who has like more than two people that they count as fans has some stupid name for
0: their fans now.
1: It's mandatory.
0: Like twinkles.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um so that's what we're saying is, is if it's something that's alive, you watch it. If it's something that's inanimate, you just spot it not yeah, just spot fair. it but um
1: as part of it
0: yeah okay so right now i'm spotting a computer and a, a chair and um a, an empty bottle of white wine and um some shoes but if there was say but well, there isn't it's a very very sterile environment i'm in but if like a moth flew in I could watch the moth. I couldn't spot it. Yes. Okay. How confident are we that that, that holds true?
1: Oh, I have zero confidence at all. Right. But, I mean, that, that's no worse than anything else that I think... But neither
0: know. of these things are, are actually the correct word. Is What I'm doing is I'm collecting... I'm collecting in my mind moments no, that's not right if I knew what kind of computer this was which I don't I could write it down in a list of computers that I have um, spotted so yeah at the moment I'm a purist I am merely just spotting and watching things and I don't have any context or know what any of them are other than than broadly the, the class the category, category. Yeah. yeah were i to become expert in anything there would be a risk that i would i would fail to satisfy my own standards of the english language
1: i mean that's almost certain i feel
0: right so i should avoid i should avoid any kind of expertise of any kind Oh,
1: absolutely you should never learn about anything it's just it's dangerous it's a really dangerous road to go down okay And thus far, you've done a a fantastic job at mastering incompetence.
0: I have, haven't I? I mean, this is all building up to a a great career as a politician.
1: Mm. Oh, absolutely. You you definitely don't want any kind of competency uh, if you're you're going into politics. No. Um, People just point to it and use it as proof that you're an elitist.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, I have extremely strong opinions.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's critical. Mm. Otherwise, you know, you're just wishy-washy Doing U-turns all the time. Nobody believes your uh, conviction. I mean, I would be a value-based
0: politician.
1: W- without, I mean, as as in, it would be very easy to bribe you.
0: Oh yeah, 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 with white wine. Mm. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, I don't. Know, that's quite elitist. Is it? Yeah. White wine. Well, I mean, any wine, to be honest. Red Unless wine's posher, like buck fast, isn't I suppose. it? It is, but, you know, it's the, the sort of liberal, elitist, metropolitan city dwellers.
0: I should be having a pint with the lads, like yeah. Nigel Farage, is that what nice, you're saying? A, a,
1: a solid pint of ale um, in a country pub somewhere.
0: That I've, I've um, used my private jet funded by, by Russian oligarchs to fly yeah, where, into. where
1: no no brown people are allowed. I think that's that's the only safe option.
0: I think I think you're 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 straying into Amber Rudd territory there.
1: Oh, you never want to do that. No,
0: <laughs> no. let's just skirt around that. Let's just just put that to one side, park it, take it no further. We've learnt our lesson from the aborted one six one. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I I wholeheartedly support your future candidacy. Um, are you Excellent. are you planning to to wait until like the the next general election is called? Um, I mean, that might not be too far away. You know, you you've ready yourself. If, if you're quick, you could get in for the uh, the European elections.
0: I think a smart move would be to go for a lower level of politics initially.
1: Are right, you going to start at local council,
0: parish council, maybe.
1: I think basically I, like, I don't feel like that really counts. I feel like you have to has to be somewhere where you're properly elected.
0: well, I think it's even better if if there is effectively no election because you're the only person that is willing to do it.
1: ah, the American model
0: yeah <laughs> um
1: lots of uncontested uh, candidates
0: yeah, yeah, I saw a sign today on a, on a dog walk it said if you live within 3 miles of a parish you can be a parish councillor
1: oh, some pretty strict requirements they've got these days
0: mm. within 3 miles what exactly does a parish councillor do um i don't know like i'm aware
1: of the, of the the term but i have no concept of what a parish councillor does
0: well a parish is a small area Right, that doesn't help at all. They are the (laughs) councillor, or one of a group of councillors for that small area. Yeah, still doesn't help. Um, Okay.
1: Because, like, I mean, it's not like you're part of the the town or city council where you have, like, a budget and make decisions about how things are run and, you know, sort the bins out and stuff. Like, what are you actually responsible for?
0: Um... Maybe a village hall. I don't know.
1: Um, let's Google what. No, 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 no.
0: Parish council powers. No, what do they get to do? Yeah,
1: because I mean, um,
0: you can ha- you can raise council tax. Can you? Yeah, you get some council tax. Ooh.
1: So let's see. Um, they do, 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 do. they give views yeah. on proposals that affect the parish. They undertake projects and schemes that benefit local residents. Working partially, alert authorities. Basically, they're just busybodies.
0: Yes, exactly. Now think of the fun you could have within that organisation. You can raise money through local council tax. Well there you are. That's the slush fund, Oh, there's it? a
1: powers and duties table. This is some D&D shit right
0: here. <laughs> um, and I could use my 20-sided dice when making decisions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, well this all uh, sounds very reasonable. You
1: have the power to provide allotments and the duty to provide allotments if the demand is unsatisfied.
0: You have a duty and to allotments And if provide it is allotments. reasonable to do so. Oh yeah, Gordon, yeah can oh, I like I list you know, the time that. I mean
1: that, that, seems, that seems fair. Like you know, uh, you can borrow money on behalf of the council. Uh, you have the power to provide public swimming baths. Yeah. The power to acquire and maintain burial grounds. Yeah. Um, let's have a quick look. Here. It seems the so power
0: far, to provide public clocks. It seems so far <laughs> that the only power is about giving. No, and- the
1: pa- no, no, the powers to maintain closed churchyards. Not just any churchyards, specifically closed ones. You don't have any power over open churchyards.
0: So far, a lot of these powers are about giving things to other people, and obviously, I want to be in politics. I want to be in politics in order to take things. Oh, from to other enrich people. yourself, to of course, of course, um, absolutely.
1: So you have the power to issue fixed penalty notices. Yeah, uh, power to spend a sum of money for the benefit of some or all of the parishioners.
0: If I was a parishioner. Well you then, would be if you lived in the parish. Uh yeah. So then I could spend money to benefit myself.
1: Oh, you have the general power of competence.
0: Okay. Would you the like to do Power for that an
1: eligible th- council to do anything. <laughs> yeah,
0: anything, I like that.
1: Subject but wait. <laughs> to statutory prohibitions, restrictions and limitations. So, like yeah, you can basically you have the power to do anything as long as it's not illegal. You have the power to accept gifts. Oh, I like that. I, I, I'm very willing to accept gifts. Um, you have the power to acquire land
0: and to accept gifts of land. I would be very willing to accept gifts of land. You're talking yeah. my language. There's, there's a lot. Uh,
1: power to deal with offensive ponds. Oh! Uh, power to receive and maintain parish property. Um... Yeah, you've got. Okay,
0: yeah. There's a huge amount of power there, isn't there?
1: Right to nominate assets to be added to a list of assets of community value, and the right to bid to buy them when it comes up for sale. Yeah, I mean, you can. There's huge room power for councils to have their own websites. Mm. Huge, huge uh, scope for for corruption here.
0: Now, that goes back to the Local governor, Government Act of 1972. They were very forward thinking, weren't they? Yeah, actually, they really were. That's, that's quite remarkable. <laughs> when was the internet invented? Uh,
1: I mean, if you're talking about like the modern internet, not 1972. No. Like, uh, when was ARPANET? So, ARPANET was 1969. Which was kind of like the precursor to the the modern internet. Um, So, the... In terms of, like, what we would consider to be the internet, it's 1989.
0: 1990, really. So... So they thought, in 1972, if a future technology is invented... That that
1: allows us to... To look at stuff on a... Yeah, on on a, a electronic display, uh, that that is some
0: impressive foresight. It is, isn't it? So look, there's lots of powers there, and I mean, I I think you could have an awful lot of fun as a corrupt parish councillor. Yeah, how does one?
1: Uh, oh, vacancies? <laughs> None. I oh, see. This is Cum- the Cumbria Association I'm looking at at the moment. Yeah, so, you're
0: probably not within three miles of that, are you? No,
1: no, I'm definitely not. But I mean, that gives you a lot of of opportunity. Like, it's got to be one of those things that basically nobody does because people don't really realise it exists outside of like twee countryside drama programs. Like, I imagine that like Midsummer Murders, there's some that always features parish councillors. It's bound to, but outside of that, you know, probably nobody really thinks about it. Doesn't even realise you can just like become a parish councillor, and and enrich yourself.
0: Mm. I mean, not not massively enrich yourself, but you could control naughty ponds, couldn't you? That was one of them, it, well, wasn't it? Offensive ponds. Offensive ponds.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I might become a parish councillor and see if I can enrich myself.
0: Mm. We should all get on this gravy train.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: We could be like the two-star party. You know, like the five-star party in um, Italy.
1: Aren't they, like, quite racist?
0: Um, I think that they are enablers of racism because they formed a coalition with the... Um, the Is it the Italian League? or Yeah, or, or just the League, I think.
1: I mean, that sounds like a group of supervillains.
0: They were they were the Northern League, and they were all about. Um,
1: oh, that was uh, yeah. Like it was a conference, right? Um, and then they they got sponsorship, and it all went downhill.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, they um, they they were all about like the north of Italy, and like we shouldn't give any money to the south. And then they dropped solid the, policy. Then they dropped the northern bit, um, and they just became the league or the Italian league. And then they 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 are very racist yes okay. and the five star movement um, are they the really populist ones uh, yeah
1: I mean they sound like they're like former boy band so
0: well they were set up by a stand up comedian
1: oh it's them is it oh, and then okay. they got
0: quite successful and I mean a lot of their tactics have been a lot of their tactics have been uh, pretty clever electorally they kind of have a lot of um, ex-glamour models um, <laughs> standing for office. Um, and they, that's, that guarantees quite Attention. a large vote of the... Uh, uh, without without wishing to stereotype Italian men overly, um, a certain section of male society. And, Likes
1: their sexy ladies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they picked up where... Um, Berlusconi left off really and yeah we could be that but at parish council level disparately apart
1: hmm I think there's a lot of of opportunity if we coordinate across the country i mean you know we can we can cover at least four four parish regions um and and we could we could just kind of start a whole chain of corruption across the country
0: I think uh, I think the Twinkles would, would join our party
1: I don't know can you are you allowed to like be a, a kind of a, a publicising political party
0: oh well I, I imagine we wouldn't be able to do a podcast during elections but based on our current output that won't be a problem is that what you meant? Well,
1: yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, if you're a parish councillor, are you allowed to like overtly campaign for a particular political party? Is it and an, is it supposed to be a sort of apolitical position?
0: No, I think you can say what you believe in. I'm not sure. I think I might have a friend who might be a parish councillor, and I think they just said, "Well, I'm a I'm a member of the Labour Party, so I'm a Labour parish councillor." And this no, is okay in... yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: I hadn't really thought of it like that. Mm. Oh,
0: you okay. could say I'm an I'm an independent.
1: Mm, yes, Well even that though. See, these days, the independent group they've now they've now formally registered as a party. So, mm. if you just go, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm independent. Well, you're, you're part of a party now.
0: Okay. Um, well, I'll be a, I'll be a maverick then. I'll be like an outsider. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So that's cool. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with that. Sorted. Okay,
1: well, um, I'll get on it first thing in the morning, see if I can apply for a, a position as a parish councillor. Yeah. Um, hope there's some vacancies. Um, we've had no no updates from Dan in the last half hour, so um, it's obviously a really good cup of tea that he's having.
0: Uh. Or he's really, he's naked. really naked. It's taking a lot of effort to to unnudify him. I
1: think the the, the technical term is get dressed.
0: Uh, no, no, not not for Daniel. <laughs>
1: um, and obviously, uh, Graham is still sadly uh, without the uh, the internet.
0: On a serious point, I think that you can unnudify someone without them being dressed, without compelling them to dress.
1: Well, I mean, you could cover them in any number of ways. Yeah. Uh, possibly, possibly with like a series of craftily placed objects that kind of track with the camera, so that they're always behind them as they move around the room.
0: I think that would be reducing their nudity. I mean, I think like it, like oh, you, you're
1: talking about totally covering them up, like yeah, to, like, like the a point like where a... you wouldn't consider them to be naked,
0: <laughs> like a blanket. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's not, that's not. Yeah, that wouldn't be dressing or, somebody. more sinisterly um, soil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That that went to a place I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect it to go there myself. But if you imagine like a naked Daniel frolicking in the meadow. I mean
1: um, but that only works well- <laughs> so far cuz for example bubbles I don't think you could you could like you know, like like uh, Yeah, like in a bath, like bubble you know, you could you could cover somebody with bubbles. That oh, okay. doesn't work in terms of obscuring the nudity, that goes
0: more to the sort of sexy side of things. I never claimed the... I never claimed bubbles. I claimed like it's if over... uh, Daniel was naked frolicking in a meadow that you could you, you could restrain co- him in some you'd... way and then cover him with soil. <laughs> and then he wouldn't be naked. Um
1: Okay, I'm, I'm glad I'm recording this, because I feel like I'm going to need it as evidence in a court case.
0: I mean, uh, what, what kind of ponds were they? Um, offensive, offensive ponds. Offensive ponds. You could sink a naked Daniel in an offensive pond. Again, I don't feel like
1: that actually removes the nudity. And then fill it in with soil. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, I... I I think Dan's going to be very glad that he doesn't listen to this. You could put you could put Daniel in a wheelie bin to to stop him well, being we naked. We know that, yeah. But but this is an added benefit now to stop him being naked.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. I mean that would be helpful to be honest. Anything that that helps Dan stop being naked is a good thing.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, as okay, a parish well, councillor, you probably have the the right to the power to put <laughs> people in wheelie bins. The the right to stop Daniel being
1: naked. I'm sure it's within there somewhere. I mean, there's got to be a bylaw that that, that you, could, at the very least, you could issue a fixed penalty notice. Yeah. Um, public indecency, or even private indecency. To be honest,
0: I mean, I I'm a little bit worried that this this broadcast may have dented my chances of being a parish councillor. Um I mean, given my stated intention to uh to, to do it in a corrupt way for my own benefit. Oh I thought uh, you were gonna
1: say given your stated intentions to bury a man alive.
0: <laughs> um well he'd be alive initially. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's taken a a sinister turn, hasn't it? I think we should probably
1: stop before it gets any worse. Like we need to, we need to put this out. Like we can't we can't go another Episode that we just decide is unsuitable for broadcast.
0: I, I think this is fine. I think this is uh, PG. This episode, mild references to to um... burying men alive. <laughs> no, not not, not burying Corruption. men alive. Just one, just one man. Oh, and... no, that's
1: all right. That yeah, that's PG. You're allowed one mention of burying someone alive.
0: And and and. To be fair, it was linked to our our powers as parish councillors in order to um, protect the general public from his nudity.
1: Mm. Yeah, you got to take your duty seriously. Mm. Okay, All we
0: right, have well, the power to move soil, surely.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think we should we should probably wrap it up there. We've mm. been going for an hour somehow, um, and the last thing we want is for Dan to walk in. Um, and, and hear what you're saying yeah so uh
0: before we go i yes. would like to appeal to twinkles to suggest other hobbies that are incorrectly named and to help um suggest what we could name these things um because i'm i'm stumped i'm struggling with the english language and i i just like some i'd like some help with it
1: Okay, well, answers on a postcard or an email or a mm. Hangout message or indeed any mm. method of communication that you feel is suitable and uh, we will
0: yeah. and address the,
1: the best responses. And also, for if, if,
0: if you have any novel suggestions for how we can um, limit or prevent Daniel's nudity, then um, please let us know those as well.
1: Yeah, Please, please try not to kill him.
0: We need as much help as we can get. Because it's a That's it's a, a public very menace. True general statement. Maybe okay, we should well. get him one of those little key safes at his house like old people have. Oh well they no, just forget the combination. Oh yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe it could be um nudity activated. That's risky. <laughs> well, he is nude a lot of the time.
1: It's true. It's worth a thought. Get one of those smart locks.
0: Yeah. They could recognise his face or something like my new phone, mm. or other bits of him. Mm. Mm.
1: That's quite enough of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, Councillor Bidwood. Yes.
1: Well, uh, thank you for for joining me for this That's... unexpectedly uh, reduced cast episode.
0: It's been rather lovely, though, hasn't it? I've had a lovely it time.
1: It's been very nice. Hmm um and uh i will see you next week chris
0: yes all being bye long. bye